Welcome to Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Bo at Bob Rack. You can follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards and listen to us both on Fox Sports 910 Phoenix. Me 1 to 4 on the Freaks and Bo 4 to 7 on the Drive. So, remember two weeks ago when we were like, we're going to put a moratorium on the Kyler Murray talk? We've been unable to do so. There have been more and more poignant things in the news that have, you know, alleviated alleviated us from the ability to not talk about Kyler Murray coming out of our mouths. And it was this past weekend with Cliff Kingsbury talking to NFL Network, pretty much stepping on his whatever you inner noun here with uh, what he thinks the Cardinals are going to do with number one, what he thinks the best option would be, and if he stands behind Josh Rosen or Kyler Murray as the as the answer for the quarterback position, right? I mean, what did we what what did we take away from the interview with Cliff Kingsbury and the NFL Network? We took away that Cliff Kingsbury was being uh, continuing to live in this this cloak of who the hell knows what they're gonna do. <laughs> I mean, I think that they're trying to play every single way that they possibly can to put the Arizona Cardinals and this is how it should be and I and I hope I'm I'm not giving them too much credit which is possible but I think that Cliff Kingsbury, Steve Keim, Michael Bidwell, anybody who's asked about what the Cardinals intentions are, they're putting a full court press on uh just really throwing people off of their scent. Right? I think that Cliff Kingsbury didn't misstep, he didn't take any he didn't cause any issues for the Cardinals going forward in how he answered Steve Weish's questions about the Cardinals' intentions with Josh Rosen, what they intend to do with their top pick in the NFL draft. I just I didn't see any problem with what he did. If anything, it continued this media circus that remains and continued to just be a stone rolling down a hill and picking up speed this morning when the Arizona Cardinals media members got to live out the dream of Texas Tech and Arizona Cardinals female fans and having breakfast with Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I most mock drafts now have Kyler Murray going number one. So if the smoke screen, if that's what it is, and sorry we overused that term, but that's pretty much what it is. It's, it's playing a, a, a game of three-card Monty right now. And we don't know if they're the ones that are sitting down at the table or if they're the ones that actually are the duper or the scam artists with the cards. We don't know right now. And when it what I mean by that is we don't know if they know what they're doing. I don't know if they sure. know what they're doing. Well, let me point this out to you. But, but, but they are they are duping if they're not taking Kyler Murray number one overall. Everybody else into thinking – that Kyler Murray is going to go number one overall. Let's once again, in our daily discussion of trying to separate fact from fiction, analyze what's been said over the last couple days. Okay. And Cliff Kingsbury has said now multiple times that they don't know what they're going to do with the top pick. Do you believe that? Do you every, believe with every a time I hear it? That didn't know. Or the franchise that was out of it as far as being in contention for anything, yeah. even sniffing a 500 right. record, of having a, a chance a week in and week out to win a ball game or even be within 10 points of winning a ball game. 
This has been a team that's had its eyes on the number one pick since November. Yeah, but Kyler Murray didn't come into the equation until recently. Kyler Murray was in the equation. Kyler Murray was absolutely, if you didn't think that Kyler Murray was going to be a player in the NFL draft while watching him win the Heisman Trophy at Oklahoma, you're naive. Maybe. No, absolutely. If you don't think that the number one sports league and the most important position in all of sports is, isn't going to be too tantalizing for a guy from riding buses in the minor leagues, then I think you're a little naive. No, and listen, I always thought he was going to play football. Right. I mean, I did. It's the worst kept secret in sports, yeah. right? So the, the thing about Kyler Murray is back then, Kyler Murray was not a prospect to be taken into consideration for number one overall. Where we sit today on March 26th, 2019, to me, Kyler Murray doesn't. He's What's not, changed? Not his pro, that's still not in his profile. Yeah. And we've, I've said it a couple times. If the Cardinals don't take him number one overall, how far does he slide? If you look at other, court, or other teams' war rooms and you look at the positional rankings, how many of them have Kyler Murray even at the top of the quarterback position? I just, I, it's, it's pretty absurd. But to me, getting back to my original point, Cliff's, Cliff Kingsbury is not being honest with the media members, and it's fine. This is a game that they're playing. They know what they're going to do. Whether they're jockeying for trade position, mm-hmm. then that's fine. I mean, it's, it's a game. When we talk about how the Cardinals could potentially be so inept that they are playing it like that, and they are, and we should be taking what they're saying at face value, take in consideration that the most inept franchise in our generation, your and I generation, Alex, the Cleveland Browns, at this point last year, we had no idea what direction they were going to go. We thought Sam Darnold potentially. We thought Josh Rosen could be in that. We thought that maybe they could go one at running back and take Saquon Barkley and then take whatever quarterback's available at four. I mean, we had no clue, and everybody's like, well, it's the Browns. Um, They could just be screwing it up. And we didn't know that until – we really didn't give the Browns credit until they started winning football games in the middle of last season. Because people saw miss at one, miss at four. When they drafted Baker Mayfield and Denzel Ward Very instead of Bradley risky. Chubb. Yeah, you're taking Baker Mayfield, who's got size and athleticism things, uh, question marks, yeah. and how it would translate to the next level, and we saw that that wasn't going to be an issue. But And then uh, but, Eli Apple drafted out of Ohio State a couple years ago. They're like, Denzel Ward, what the hell are you doing Right over Bradley Chubb? So where we are right now, it hasn't really changed. We're just seeing different faces every day with different words that are coming out of these guys' mouths, and we're trying to break down what the hell they mean. Maybe Bo's right. And listen, on the other side of the break, I'm going to tell you why, even if they know what they're doing, even if they know who they're going to pick, that may not be the best for the future of the franchise. We'll talk about it next, Locked on Cardinals. Welcome back, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked on Cardinals. So before the break, I said the Cardinals, even if they know who they're going to pick, it may not be the best for the franchise. That's not the greatest tease I've ever said because it's exactly what I wanted to say. That just because they think the right move is what what they're going to do will be the right move, what makes you think that Steve Kevin and Michael Bidwell know what they're doing? 
That's that's the underlying question. It's the underlying crack in the foundation of the Arizona Cardinals franchise is the Bidwill name and the ineptitude that comes along with it for the majority of the decisions made through the draft and free agency. Well, let's take a look. I mean, if you're talking about Bill Bidwell, sure, absolutely. But Michael Bidwell has taken this franchise to heights it's never seen before. But that doesn't mean it's – I mean, it's a positive nature from being underground, yes. And listen, Kurt Warner, we get – I'm not. we're not talking about 10 or 15 years ago. Well, I, I'm okay? talking about – I will put a, a little bit of – I'll give credit to Michael Bidwell where credit is at least due. He's not completely inept at what he's doing as the president of the Arizona Cardinals organization. He's kept Steve Kime as a GM. That shows a little bit of behind the curve Okay, well, he kept a guy who is his, his GM, and I'm I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here because I've you've heard my thoughts on Steve Kime yeah. before. But Steve Kime took this organization over the Bruce Arians' tenure and took him to heights that they'd never seen before. <laughs> True. Okay, Agreed. this was a team that, w- that won double-digit to- wins in three consecutive seasons. They never even sniffed that before. Bruce Aaron's the all-time winningest coach in five seasons at, at the helm. I mean, it's look, Jimmy Haslam is a disastrous owner for the Cleveland Browns. He was able to figure it out. The NFL, the way that it's set up, Here it is. when you suck, mm-hmm. they try to make it foolproof, right? They try to set you up to where you can't screw it up at number Here one Here are six wins. Yeah, no, I mean, but no, it's, no. you're you're gonna be you're not gonna be significantly better, but you're going to take a step forward instead of a couple steps back. It's tough to screw it up at number one overall. Yeah, and <laughs> it is tough to screw it up. It is, but again, we talked about this yesterday. When it comes to when they say they're not sure what they're doing, do you buy that? Listen, I believe that they don't know what they're doing. Yes, do I believe that? They have an idea of who they're going to draft. Yes, but it would be foolish of them, and we talked about this, it would be foolish of them to stamp their name on anything without hearing who's going to try and trade up for them. It's absurd for any of the 32 teams to to attach their their wagon to anybody. This isn't Zion Williamson right. of the NBA draft. Right. If, if the it's not Phoenix, Cam Newton. If the, well, even well, Cam, no, but Cam was the sure, even though Von Miller went two at A&M, Cam Newton was the surefire national champion winner, came out of nowhere, right. number one there overall were, pick. But there, I mean, he had the size, he had the arm right. strength. He, he was he was a, he was an, a quarterback that right. nobody had ever seen body-wise. Right. As far as, okay, so what I'm saying is if the Suns were winning the, the NBA lottery yeah. tomorrow. Zion, boom. You say. And you're not trading you, it, you're drafting yeah, you, Zion. You start, you start churning out Zion Williamson jerseys right. tomorrow. Right. You know? No, yes. So. As far as the NFL draft is concerned, especially when there's not a surefire number one, mm-hmm. there's not an Andrew Luck. We can go to another maybe that one year. No, I mean there's yeah. it's it seems like every other year there's there's a surefire quarterback that's going to be a franchise changer. Um, it, it's it, as long as that isn't there, and there and it's most definitely in this draft not there. You have to create some buzz for number one, and you have to create. Uh, just a market for number one potentially because if you get blown away and some team falls in love with some player, you gotta you have to drive that price up and you have to get the best in return for number one. Or I mean, and, and then the, you've got the other side of this thing. And Cliff Kingsbury spoke about Josh Rosen, and it throws another wrench in this whole thing. Is as, as far as the the trade market potentially for Josh Rosen. You've got to you got to figure that you can't get a third round pick for Josh Rosen, you just can't. Right. That's it. That's a, That's another. And I'm fine with with people conceding 
Um, and, you know, when they make mistakes as an organization, they, they conceded that Steve Wilkes was not the right guy. Mm-hmm. But you can't be that bad. You can't be that bad in hiring a coach, him being one and done. You can't trade up for the 10th overall pick at the quarterback position. Already cut ties there. I mean, that would just be a concession that we haven't seen in the NFL before. And um, I mean, then, then even after the offseason's done, you still have to revisit Steve Kime and, and his job security. But Cliff Kingsbury spoke today, mm-hmm. and he was asked a lot of questions about what we've been talking about for so long. And Cl- Kingsbury told reporters today that, quote, people have a lot, has said a lot of things that are misconceptions in regards to Josh Rosen. He said, quote, I always thought watching Rosen at UCLA that he played his best football in the spread system, which has some similarities to what we do. He's a tremendous thinker. He's very cerebral and can throw it with anybody. We take a lot of pride in this building, a system around the quarterback. So for someone to say he doesn't fit our system, that just doesn't make sense. Which I believe. Absolutely. Josh Rosen used to throw the ball 45 times a game in college. Right. But this is, to me, this is more... Cliff Kingsbury slipping from the what the main objective is to drive up Kyler Murray and slipping into kind of defending his guy a little bit, right? Don't you think? Yes. And that's in, in instead of the alternative, because if they were truly trying to develop a market for Josh Rosen, he would be saying this ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. He would be saying how much Josh Rosen could fit any system, how he's so smart. And he, he said it a few times, but he really hasn't. I mean, it, it's really been kind of dressing up Kyler Murray. Yeah, and listen, we, Bo, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy here, we get that we are overanalyzing every word that comes out of everybody's mouth. Like, there is a chance that you could take this at face value and have it be much ado about nothing. We We get that, okay? We are not like... You know, an ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend that's looking on an Instagram post and saying, oh, what does he mean by that? Oh, is, w- did he cheat on me when in, when we were together? That's not what we're doing. Well, it is what we're doing, but we're being rational about it. Where we can actually see, hey, maybe he doesn't mean anything by this. We understand both sides of what we're talking about, okay? I have to kind of give a disclaimer here. On the other side, we're going to continue more of this conversation about Cliff Kingsbury and... Well, you have you want you yeah, have something I, to say. I also think that there's a discussion there. We talked to an Arizona Cardinals fan today that said that the fan base, the majority of the fan base, would be disappointed if they didn't go Kyler Murray. So it could be a double-edged sword, a, a double negative here for the Cardinals, not one that turns into a positive. Ha! Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, will be right back. Wrapping up here, locked on Cardinals, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. So Bo said before the break that uh, it's actually uh, a a guy that works for the news affiliate here in, uh, in uh, iHeartMedia, uh, AB we'll call him, that said, and, and it's interesting that, and I didn't really think about it, I guess neither did Bo, that the fan base would be disappointed if the Cardinals didn't draft Kyler Murray. And first of all, and I'm sorry, most fans don't think rationally when it comes to their team. Right. I mean, this is in Philadelphia when they drafted Donovan McNabb and they wanted Ricky Williams and then they're going to shower their new draft pick with booze, right? It's going to be, I think people are going to, at least this fan base is intelligent enough to realize that Kyler Murray, there were so many risks and red flags mm-hmm. uh, as far as his leadership qualities. Um, and, and beyond, 
I mean, even just looking at his his size and how it's going to translate to the NFL, that that risk was not worth number one overall, and you just drafted a kid the previous draft, 10th overall, that is fully capable of putting your team in a good position under your new head coach. Right. So do you think that if the Cardinals and and I've and we've talked about this that what if the Cardinals just stop talking about it and they don't draft Kyler Murray like not stop talking about it because they're going to continue this through up until the draft what if they just don't draft Kyler Murray draft Nick Bosa and move on because that's remember that's still right. an option no, like the Cardinals don't have to draft Kyler Murray right. they don't have to trade the number one overall pick they, they might don't. just draft Nick Bosa or wait and see what they can get from San Francisco right. to move up if he if they want Nick Bosa. If you don't want Nick Bosa, it doesn't mean you have to take uh, Kyler Murray. And this is a thing where, yes, it's great for us. Yes, it's great for the national media to sit and be able to fodder about Kyler Murray because it would have been an otherwise very boring draft season. It would season. have been Quinn and Williams, Nick Bosa. Yeah, it was two we guys. Were, we were kind of afraid. Like when we first started our discussion, right. we we're like, how are we going to get through? Three months. We hope Dwayne Haskins has the combine <laughs> of the century. Right. That's what we were hoping for. And then it just Kyler Murray just fell into our well, laps. Even with Kyler Murray as NFL quarterback prospect, that still doesn't didn't resonate enough for me as far as his size, his leadership quality, how that was going to there was still massive question marks yeah. of how, he was not in the number one. It's like, okay, Kyler Murray's gonna play at the next level at quarterback. Okay, well, was he mid-round second, pick? Yeah, yeah. second-rounder. Second, a third-round? Yeah, absolutely. So I didn't think he was ever going to get this much run as the top yeah, pick. And, and we'll, Do you think we're going to be looking back at this like, man, what a silly discussion that was? It's going to be silly one way or the other. Either, man, obviously they should have taken him, or why were they even thinking about taking him? I don't think Kyler Murray is going to be a Nick, uh, Nick Foles, a bad example, because he won a Super Bowl. I don't think he's going to be just like a Joe Flacco without the Super Bowl. Somebody that is just average that'll play in the league for 10 years. Either he is going to be a superstar or he is going to fan out. I mean, he could be RG3 in his rookie season. Maybe. But maybe. Then, but then also you have the risk if you take an RG3 that at his with his frame and in RG3 was he was a big dude but he was also kind frail. Of frail, exactly. Yeah. Good good word. Uh Murray could take a hit and that athleticism takes a hit and his overall game takes a massive hit. Right. Oh, absolutely. Because if he can't move, he has to be a pocket passer. You yeah. don't know. I mean, and okay, everyone, we know what you're thinking. Russell Wilson, that'd be great. Russell Wilson, he has like Kyler Murray's for thighs. He's stout. Like he is a big, and remember, Johnny Manziel and, and Russell Wilson weighed the same amount. And you look at their body types. Russell Wilson, again, had tree trunks for legs. So he'd be able to take his core and his base was immeasurably more efficient and strong than Johnny Manziel was. But the fact that I saw that, it's like knowing that Pete Carroll's older than Bill Belichick. It's like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Well, let me ask you this, too. The difference between Russell Wilson and, and, and Kyler Murray, because it is... Uh, that's one of the That's a comp that they yeah. bring up. If, uh, let's say, everybody's single and Sierra's posting up at the bar... And Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray approach. Who's got the game to lock down Sierra? Probably Kyler Murray. You no, would think. he doesn't. You Not would even think. close. Is he gonna, he's going to be the silent assassin because he doesn't speak. He, <laughs> Russell Wilson. Russell is, Wilson would. He would dominate. He'd be walking out with Sierra. 
Easy. He'd be trying to go take her to Bible study, it which is totally matter. fine. It doesn't matter. He but it's do, completely he different. He would do it with confidence, and he would do it with a leadership. He's a mentality. Super Bowl winner. It's easy to say that now. It's easy to say that now. Again, remember, they don't have to take Kyler Murray with the number one pick, and they don't have to trade down to have somebody else move up for the number one pick. What I've said since day one is the number one overall pick, it doesn't matter who they take. It matters at the power that comes with it when it's when it starts. Obviously, it matters who they take, you know, moving forward when the draft comes up. But knowing who they are going to draft right now, even if they do or they don't, it doesn't matter as much as the power that comes along with having the choice to completely steer where the draft is going to go. The Cardinals, in and of themselves, will be the ones that determine what road this draft will go, what road this draft will take. If they draft Kyler Murray, all bets are off. And everybody below them, two, three, four, and five, will rejoice because they'll be able to take a top guy in any other draft except for this one because Kyler Murray went number one overall. But if they take Nick Bosa, fans, don't be disappointed. Yet, at least. Wait five years and see if Kyler Murray's a pro bowler every year, then get disappointed. Just because there will be a little less excitement, a little less flash from the quarterback position doesn't mean Josh Rosen's not going to be a perennial pro bowler with with a, a team that is actually made up of better than C-minus players. So I guess we'll leave you with that. Tomorrow, we're probably going to continue the same thought process, same conversation. There are so many storylines. And for Locked on Cardinals listeners, we thank you. For us, we're excited. For national media members, they're excited that Kyler Murray's still in the conversation. And uh, we're probably going to talk about it until we're blue in the face. We'll talk about it more tomorrow. Locked on Cardinals.